The Show Me the Money podcast on the Sports Gambling Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in A-Z-C-O-I-N-L-A-M-I-N-J-N-Y-T-N-N-V-A. I did it. Louisiana, my mans. Uh, from boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, WinBet has what you need to win, unless you're a loser. Sign up today, bet $100, get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T. State restrictions apply. Am I allowed to say I really wanted this? Podcast. I'm just a girl from a trailer park who had a podcast. Roxy Sorkin, your father just won the Academy Award. I'm going to have to insist on some respect from your podcast. I just want to thank every podcast I've ever met in my entire life. I'd like to dedicate this podcast to Miles Davis, Robert Mitchum, Shorty Smith, Joe Vitrano, Ray Kramer, Rupert Cross, J.T. Walsh, and Lana Ander. Sorry, no. There's a mistake. Show me the money podcast. You guys want best podcast. Guys, this is us. We're here. I'm Nick. I'm Pat. I'm here. Nick, I'm in your- Wait a minute. You're in my house. I'm in your house. I am lounging, comfortably lounging like a podcaster should. My God, I, you don't I'll have any shoes out. on in my no house. Shoes. I podcast. No, I never podcast with shoes. That's, is that right? Yeah, that's my role. You know, the Dave Matthews doesn't wear shoes when he performs. That's- where I got my podcasting. But you uh, wear socks. So. That's a difference. He just does bare feet and sandals. Bare yeah. feet on. No, no sandals. Okay. Those aren't bare feet, Pat. Okay. Uh, sandals would be sandals. Okay. Bare feet is bare. And he, um, he's he got a rug. Wow. That he puts down and he dances on his little rug. Man, well, you know, that's what I'm aspiring to. But right now, my level is podcast with socks. And I'm very excited. I'm here in person. Well, you're nailing it, dog. Um, this is exciting. I'm here in Los Angeles. Yeah. What's uh, so you're here? I assume for mo- the movie biz. I'm boots on the ground reporting. You know, because we're we're figuring out who's going to win all these awards. You had to come to Los Angeles yeah. to report. I I couldn't do it. I I I, <laughs> I was too busy. I needed to give a different feel, different look, mm-hmm. and just really get a sense of the town. You yeah, know, like well, all the stars in. know me, so it's good to have you come in. You could really be a fly on the wall. Yeah, I'm anonymous coming in from New York. They just, you know, they put their guard down when I'm around, and they start talking about who they're going to vote for. So I've been moving around the town, mm-hmm. picking up the chatter. You went to Francis Fisher's house. You went to uh, Courtney Cox's house. You you went to it's it's famous, Kate Blanchett's house. It's famously very hard to get a read on who Francis Fisher uh-huh. wants to vote for. Uh-huh. You know. Um, so Francis Fisher in the 90s went from Clint Eastwood to George Clooney. You know what? If she told me who to vote for, I would listen. Because if you're... Yeah. Yeah. If you're dating history, if your bedpost you know, scratches include George Clooney and Clint Eastwood, it, maybe you know what you're talking about. Yeah. When, so. when she broke up with Clint Eastwood, everyone's like, you're never going to find another movie star, uh-huh. Francis. Yeah. But look at her. She did it. She and did. that's not important, you know, who a woman is with. It's the woman herself yes, that yes. that looks at the rules of the academy and says to herself, these aren't legally binding. Yes. And she gets away with it. I love when, you know, for something for something ridiculous like that, I love when someone just gets away with something. And so I'm very happy yeah. Francis Fisher got a little slap on the wrist from the academy. Well, it wouldn't make sense to not get away with it because everyone's gotten away with it forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, of course, we're talking about the Andrea Riseborough investigation is over and predictably it ended with the academy saying we're not going to do anything we actually announced this last episode okay um but our listeners are so stupid so yeah (laughs) we gotta tell them again uh Uh, she's clean and she's uh the uh the front runner now well here's some big news tell me i watched to leslie here we go my flight to los angeles so you saw it on a plane on the seat back oh yeah okay fully reclined person behind me just furious sure banging the back of my chair and I, i i didn't even care because i was so zoned in on what andrea riseborough was doing in this yeah and pat Listen, she's the front runner. If you were a voter, if I was a voter, I've seen Tar twice, Kate Blanchett 
everyone's saying greatest performance we've seen in decades. But after seeing two Leslie, I get the I Andrea Riseboro thing. You know, yeah. she's she's out there. It's a big actorly performance. Yeah. And she's playing alcoholic and you really believe that she's struggling with. Do I drink this bottle in my hand? Do I not drink it? Which is. Yeah. Do you think her looking at a bottle of liquor is yeah. akin to Nicolas Cage looking at a bottle of liquor in leaving Las Vegas? Well, you know what? Nicolas Cage won the Academy Award for that performance. That's true. So the, the Oscar voters, I'm they saying, like yeah, that did performance. She, does she look at a bottle as well? <sighs> As the scion of the Coppola family. I think she does. I think this is this is a leaving Las Vegas level performance. Yeah. And um yeah, having seen the movie, she's a she's a whirlwind, she's a firecracker, she does the accent, you know, she gives the hol and this is I think big for voters. Andrea Riseborough's performance gives the Hollywood voters the chance to look at middle America and sneer a little bit, but then also say, oh, they're good folks. And that's what a yeah. Hollywood voter loves the most is to sort of look at middle America from that 40,000 feet mm-hmm. purview. And to Leslie, for sure, gives them that. And she's British, right? Oh, that's right. She Andrea is- Riseborough? Yes. So she's like extra looking down on us. She had to like fly over here to look down on us. Yes. She, There's she a fly a- to and over state for her. She's got to fly over the coastal cities to yeah. even get to flying yeah. over middle America. Yeah. Yeah. And now, you could feel that in the performance. You famously live in Astoria, Queens. Is that correct? I live in Brooklyn, New York now. Formerly of Astoria, Queens. But I've, I've moved up in life in the last You live years. in Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. Wow, I'm sure you've said that, but I never registered. Yeah, yeah. Because you've lived in Queens for 20 years. I lived in Queens a very 40 long years. time. But then in life, you you know. You, well, you that's do great. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, so my question's irrelevant, but I will ask it anyway. Sure. When you pass uh, Queensboro Plaza, which of course you do daily as someone who lives in Astoria. I, I still, I, I'm still, uh, you know, I I look so fondly on Queens. I still you go, go back. back. You go yeah. back every day. Uh, so when you get to Queensboro Plaza, do you ever think to yourself, Riseboro Plaza? Oh, Yeah. Was that worth asking? You know what? I think the listeners will decide. (laughs) And I think the listeners that are still here, I think they'll tweet about that for decades. All right. So tweet starting today about that. But Um, listen, the big takeaway is having now seen two Leslie, I I think I think it's I think her possibility is real. Yeah, she gives. No, she's going to win that type of performance. Put all your money on her. Guys, uh. Oscars, uh, you know, after this Andrea Riseborough uh, controversy has died down a little bit. The Oscars are boring now for a little bit. The Oscars are going to be boring for a few weeks, you know. Well, I think they're going to. The Super Bowl is here. Well, sure. No, I'm, 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 yeah. I'm getting into why mm-hmm. it's still exciting to be alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to be a better on entertainment mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Um, the Grammys were last night, mm. and I got to be honest with you, as someone who. Bet money that he had won on the Oscars on the Grammys last year. I okay. bet on frontrunner Olivia Rodrigo okay. to win best song and album, whatever. Mm-hmm. And she lost everything. I don't think she won a single Grammy wow. last year. She was the frontrunner, and I fucked up. So I, it's become obvious to me that the Grammys are kind of like the Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked up. I went to a Grammy's watch party, whatever, and so we filled out a ballot. So I looked up Gold Derby, Mm -hmm. which is an incredible predictor of award show, movie award shows. Mm -hmm. Not so much. (laughs) I don't think there's any music experts or Grammy experts on Gold Derby. Is it? Are the the? Is it the same Gold Derby experts who predict the Oscars also just predict? I I think it's yeah, people. people. But even then, there's no one predicting them. Like for a lot of the categories, there was one person predicting them. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's just like nothing over there for the big ones, though. For for record, album, and song, uh, there were a ton of people um, giving in the predictions, and so for all those categories, it was Adele, uh, Harry Styles, and. uh, Brenda Carlisle, okay, were like 
battling okay. with Carlisle being like the favorite for album of the year. Okay. So none of the I I I I think Harry Styles won one of those awards, and the other ones went to different people. But he won. Did Harry Styles? And I know this is what you want out of a podcast talking about the Grammys the next day. Is one of the hosts to ask a question about who won? Sure. But did Harry? Styles, people don't care about this. I mean, we're on. Listen, we're on the sports gambling podcast network. Our show is so many levels removed from mm-hmm. what the listeners of this network want. Let's <laughs> yeah. talk about the Grammys now. They're just like, oh, yeah. great. This, they're even going further away. I'm. It's just fascinating. But did Harry Styles win album of the year? Was he? Did he win the category that everyone thought Beyonce was going to win? And now it's a big to do that she didn't win it. Um. Yeah. So. None of the prognosticators really thought that Beyonce was going to win in any of these big categories. Okay, okay. And, I mean, whatever. They got it wrong anyway. Um, but uh, she won multiple awards just in smaller, like, smaller categories. Well, that's the thing about the Grammys is you could really rack up wins because they take, they just break down the genres so deeply. Yeah that you could go in there and win like seven awards with the same song. Right. And there's so many categories that are like best pop album. And then it's like it wins that. And then you're up against that. You lost that one. It's like, well, you're going to you're going to lose best album to right. Right. That person. But uh, here we go. Here's the um, uh, here's the winners here. Um, Album of the year. Harry Styles. Okay. Harry's house. Record of the year, about damn time, Lizzo. Okay. Song of the year, just like that, Bonnie Raitt. Bonnie Raitt. You know, I was going to say how I am so out of touch with the music of today. I'm still like, oh, did the Strokes win? And they're like, no, they never won when they were popular, and they're definitely not popular now. But the fact that Bonnie Raitt has won a big Grammy shows that maybe I'm not behind the times the times are just there's always a grammy win for oldsters to yeah. feel young yeah 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 um but what a stupid award show and it just goes to show this is not how you make money the way we tell you to make money is the way that you make money right you can't make money betting on the grammys it, it is just impossible the strokes actually won a grammy three years ago they did yeah See, I'm not for best rock album, the new normal. I'm see, I'm still look at this. I'm still of the times. I'm still hip. Yeah, you're a cool guy. Um, uh, you're a very, very cool yeah, guy. Yeah, I can tell by those socks. Yeah, my band won a Grammy three years ago. Okay, so we are gonna get uh, the next movie award show is the DGAs. Okay, and then also this week we got the Super Bowl, which. Not every sports event can you bet on in a fun way, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Super Bowl you can. Yeah, because especially the offshore sites, the ones that make our day, you can bet on stuff like length of the uh, the Star Spangled Banner. Okay, you can bet Could on you bet on the girth of the Star Spangled Banner, buddy. I have a child. Had okay. to though. Uh, so you can also bet on the flavor of Gatorade that they pour over the coach's head. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Um, you know, as well as just like, you know, coin flip or whatever. Right, right. Um, Could you bet on But I think a lot of those like will come closer to will will appear on the screen? Um I don't know of that specifically, but from the article I read, it seemed that a lot of these prop bets come closer to the day. Okay. Because I think, you know, you could affect that. If you, like, wanted to put a billion dollars on the flavor of Gatorade, you could probably find a way in and change that flavor of Gatorade. Right. Yeah, that is it. That's a very high-concept high You know how many times Mattress Mac has been caught at the Super Bowl changing out, like, the the Gatorade uh, granules? (laughs) Most of the reasons prop bets are held for so long is to keep Mattress Matt from... (laughs) Pulling off some kind of $8 billion heist. 
Yeah, my I have ten bucks on Mattress Mac will pull off a heist. Oh, that's a good. Well, I mean, that's great because then all he has to do is anything, and he could win that. <laughs> uh, that guy died some years ago, right? But they just prop him up. Oh yeah, well, but they prop him up for prop bet purposes. Oh, pro- okay. Will we prop him up again? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, here we go. Let's see. Let's see. Um, okay. ESPN Super Bowl notable bets. Um, okay. Oh, uh, no. Um, uh, we should have, uh, I should have had this one up. You talk. Me talk. Okay. So the halftime show you said is Rihanna. Uh huh. I wonder what prop bets might might appear with her does she have any famous collaborators that people are I, i'm sure the halftime show you could bet on what song she opens with what song she closes with and now the thing is Rihanna's not the stroke so i don't have a full knowledge of her musical mm-hmm. catalog mm-hmm. but if you are a rihanna fan yeah this could be a situation where you could clean up because you probably you've followed her around like the grateful dead you've been to all her shows you know She's going to open with this. She's going to close with that. She's going to umbrella. Oh, right? Okay. That's one. She's yeah. going to close with umbrella. You could win. Well, she's got quite a few hits, but okay. I think that the the prop bet that's most relevant to us is will she play her Oscar nominated song, which is obviously not as big of a hit as, say, Ponder Replay. Right, right, of course. But uh, it is her most recent. I mean, that would be such a show of strength for the Oscars in general to get an Oscar nominated song played on the Super Bowl, which is I think slightly a higher rated television show than the Oscars is at this point. So I'm sure these I'm sure Jimmy Kimmel and the Oscar producers are probably in her ear. You gotta play your Oscar song, Rihanna. As a favor. Do do me a solid. You know. Okay, so you can do a coin flip. Okay. And it's a it's an even bet. Okay. Or whatever, probably minus one fifteen each. Right, right, right. Um I now, don't know, man. I feel like heads is over the, be the previous fifty six editions of the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Tails holds a slight twenty nine to twenty seven edge. Oh wow. Including six and four over the past decade. So it only recently started to split. Right, right. Wow. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm a heads guy. I think I think you got to just go in, go all in on heads for the for the coin flip. There's also uh, I saw a prop bet for uh, will uh, the Eagles use the Philly special, okay. the play the the like tossed it back from Nick mm-hmm. Foles' famous mm-hmm. uh, statue uh, winning uh, Super Bowl. Will someone eat a Philly cheesesteak on the sideline? Yeah. Will someone wear a Philly cheesesteak on the sideline? Oh, like a big, uh, like inflatable costume. I mean, listen, on a football team, there's so many players. Oh, this is so funny. Someone could just wear a gag costume. There's an over-under for jersey number of the first TD scorer. Obviously, lower numbers touch the ball more. Right, right. And so it's it's uh, over under eleven and a half jersey dumper. Oh, that's, that's great! Pretty funny. So then, yeah, you're you're kind of Kelsey will get you some money there. Yeah. Oh, that's a great bet. Oh um, uh, yeah. Okay, so here they are: the most likely TD scorers who wear jersey number eleven or lower are Jalen Hurts, quarterback for the Eagles, mm-hmm. Eagles receivers Dante Devonta Smith and AJ Brown. Chiefs running backs, Jarek McKinnon, Isaiah Pacheco, and receivers, Marquez Valdez-Scantling and Juju Smith-Schuster. But that leaves a lot of people, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. including Patrick Mahomes. Right, because he'll run it in there. Right? Uh, yeah, that guy yeah. will do anything he to get likes, it in there. Yeah, he likes to score. That, that guy, guy sometimes will bribe people mid-play just to get it in there. Wow, that's amazing. That That's almost Andrew Riseboro, Francis Fisher level controversy if there's a player bribing people for touchdowns. Okay, so as far as the the Gatorade uh, prop bet goes. Yeah, what are the flavors? What are the, there's orange, there's blue. Yeah, but here, listen. Okay. Classic red. What are you, what's your favorite? I, classic red. I feel like I don't see red on the field. 
I feel like it's more like yellow or orange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe the... uh, I I wouldn't be surprised if the NFL tries to keep them from pouring red because it's got that connotation of, are you pouring a bucket of blood out there? So they probably ban red. That makes sense. Also, you don't want red, like, stained lips on TV. Yeah, yeah, your teeth. Okay, so here's in order of how how much money you'll make. Okay. Uh, The most money. None. No Gatorade. No Gatorade. No throw. You know, no... no. Have there been years where there's no Gatorade? There have to be because it's only plus 1,000. Wow. Um, Purple is plus 750. There's no purple. Okay. Clear or water... That's five hundred plus five hundred. So not not enough, not a clear flavor of Gatorade. I don't have the water. full the full uh, stats on like how many any of these have actually been used. Red, pink, plus four fifty. Okay, so it's a one of the popular ones. Uh, blue plus four hundred. Okay, and then yellow or green, yellow slash green mm-hmm. is plus four hundred. Okay. And orange is plus three fifty, so they're all uh, like around the same possibilities. There's no favor. There's plus no three fifty to you know five hundred. That's everything but purple and none. All right, let's break this down now. Okay, so clear. I I don't think they're going to use clear. I mean, come on, they're going to use. A, they're not going to use water. It does have one little stat in here. Okay, the classic Gatorade color prop is up. Uh, with orange a slight favorite over yeah. yellow and blue, we saw that mm-hmm. blue has been the color of choice in each of the last two and four of the past eight games has been blue. Okay, and blue is plus four hundred, not even a favorite. Third right, place. Right. So okay, so you got the Eagles half of the time. You got the Eagles and the Chiefs. Eagles color is green. Uh huh. So I think. Yellow and green. Yellow. So I think that's bigger if the Eagles if they win. win. And then if the Chiefs win, they're probably going to go. yellow and red. Yeah, they're going to go. So they're going to go yellow because I think ye- red is blood. One, but I think you could cross off blue. It, it, honestly, I think blue is don't waste your money on blue Gatorade because blue doesn't make sense for either of the color schemes of these teams. Um, <laughs> I, I think don't bet on blue. That's really funny to think like people are making those decisions when they go out to eat, being like, oh, "I can't, I can't get a salad." That's eagles. Eagles are salad color. I, I, listen, I'm sure there are super fans of these teams. Listen, I'm a big New York Giants fan, but I'm not big enough to make my food choices based on their color scheme. But I know for sure there are fans who definitely pick their food based on the uniforms. And I think these players are going to pick the Gatorade based on the uniform colors. Well, I think that's smart. Are, do you think that's something you would bet on? Would I bet on that? I mean, listen, with any of these, these are great bets to make in the heat of the moment, right before you're watching the game. You got a couple extra bucks in your pocket or you're making these bets at a party. I think a lot of these, even though we're given the Vegas odds, the... Prop bets are just fun to make at your Super Bowl party. Yeah, prop bets are fun uh, just to do to each other. Like yeah. I, I was saying, you know, the first team to have a player carded off. Yes, that's it's a always, good. That's a good dollar to ten dollar bet with your friend. It's oh, that's always a fun bet. Yeah, the the carding off of a human being yeah. always like a good party. Yeah, you know, will bet. will a kicker lose the game and then shoot himself on, live on television? I mean, that one, okay, so live on television. So you'll know the result that day. We're not yeah, like, yeah. you're not going with eight years from now, attribute the suicide. Well, it's to hard. It. It's too hard to tell. Yeah. Because obviously there was trauma that made them become a kicker. Right, right, right. So, you know, you can never fully tell. Here we go. Odds on Rihanna's first Super Bowl halftime show. Okay. Song. First song okay. of the halftime show. Okay. Uh, we got diamonds at number one plus four hundred. Yeah, that's a big one. Bitch, better have my money at plus four hundred. Also, okay. You think they're opening up with bitch? Better have my money. I think they. I think I don't think she's gonna ha- be able to do that. I one. think they would change it to like player. You know, like to sort of like oh yeah, football lingo. Player better or, have my money. Or like, like a one of the guys like a Mitch better have my money. And there's like a right. player named Mitch Trubisky, right? Who's not there, but they'll hire Mitch Trubisky for one day to just stand there. 
Well, like, yeah, like he usually does, even yeah, when he's yeah, playing. Yeah. Or you do a thing where every time she says it, they there's some other big noise that sort of like bleeps it out. Like they, they kick a football really hard as soon as she says bitch, so you can't hear it. But it's not going to be first. You know it's not going to be it's first. It's not going to be first, no. This is what you came for at plus 500? Umbrella at plus 700. I think. My I, man thinks plus 700 umbrella is a good bet. Uh, listen, I said it before you even listed songs. Umbrella is yeah. the one. All right. Well, so that's that's our lock. Right now, I don't know if it's a slam doink, but that's. <laughs> it's that's, not a slam doink. But I think that is our the bet we are most confident in so far. Oh, here we go. Odds on Rihanna's last song. Umbrella's number one at plus 300. Oh, I mean, a diff. I think bitch better have my money's last. Yes, yeah, because then you know she can't get get caught, cook, you know, kicked out. Because then you're chasing them off the stage. Mm-hmm. You know, she's chasing this 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 bitch, quote unquote, yeah. bitch for yeah. their her money. That's yeah. her parlance, not the parlance of us. No, no, we don't use the, those no. kind of words on the that's show. That's demeaning to women, but that's the name of the song. Yes, people. yes, yes. Until she changes to Mitch. Until she changes it when they sign Mitch Trubisky when they finish his deal. Yeah. Uh, well, that's really fun. Are there any other good, uh, just like friendly prop bets you like to make? Um, let's see. I mean, I I mentioned the the streaker. I I'm always curious if there will be a streaker. Or the Super Bowls are not really famous for streakers. The security's pretty high. It's hard to streak Super the Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. It's just the one event. Yeah. Um, you could you could get the the World Series easier. Will there be more field goals and touchdowns? Uh, you know, historically, I don't think that there's more mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it's the Super Bowl. It's like the Super Bowl is always like so depressingly normal. Uh-huh. Like it could be a good game, could be a bad game. Right, right, right. <laughs> like the, the, the team with the, the uh, you know, who's likely to win might not. Right, right. It sucks. They're all very good. Yeah, you know, which is always a problem. It's a, you, you don't get to see a team just falling over their own feet. You know, you're not going to see a butt fumble in the Super. Well, is that a prop bet? Will we see a butt fumble? Yeah, I think a butt fumble. I was um uh I was listening to something the other day, and they reminded me of uh, the dick poop. Do you remember this when no. um, one of the um they were announcing the Academy Awards okay. um, a, few, uh, a few years ago, five years ago, whenever Mr. Turner was. Mm-hmm. And uh, they announced like the screenwriter for Mr. Turner. His name is Dick Pope. Mm-hmm. And they said, for best screen f- screenplay, Dick Poop for Mr. Turner. Oh. I'm sorry I meant Dick Pope. Oh, on the biggest night of his life. On the biggest night. Oh. But, you know. He'll never, I mean... Yeah, he's never going to be nominated for an Oscar again. No, no. no. And to have that associated are. with the Turner name, it's yeah. it's embarrassing. Yes, you were the you're definitely the the biggest loser of that whole situation. Right, 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 yeah, right. That. So here is a prop bet. Okay. Is what celebrities do you think we will see on camera at the Super Bowl? Okay. So what what network is broadcasting the Super Bowl this year? It's always either Super Bowl one. is on Fox, I believe. Okay, so Fox yeah. celebrities. Will we see Homer Simpson? Will we see Stewie Griffin? You know, the the Family Guy cast. Will any of them? Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Well, are we talking like lower third? Oh, not lower. Not okay. That not doesn't promos. Count. Yeah, okay. I'm talking about in the stands. You All know, right. like in a luxury box with yeah. Rupert Murdoch and the Murdoch family. Yeah. Um, I, I would think 20 years ago, you've got a good shot at seeing like some kind of Homer Simpson animation being put in the luxury box. Uh-huh. Simpsons now are not at that level for Fox. So I no, what you don't want to be associated with the Simpsons at this point, because yeah. uh, Fox programming knows that what they're doing with the Simpsons is not for now. It's for syndication. Yes. Yes. So they, if anything, if literally they, zero people watch the Simpsons, it would still go on. Yes. Like, you know, on Fox. I mean. Yeah, yeah. And when you're in that situation where you don't care if zero people watch your show. Zero. You, you don't put them on the Super Bowl for promotion. No, 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 no. no. Um, what are the other big stars of I'll Fox tell you television? What, I'll tell you what I'm interested in seeing promos for. Okay. You know, as you know, I um, had done some work on a pilot, uh, or I close to a pilot uh, for Fox uh, with uh, Brooks Wheeler. 
Okay. He wrote a he wrote a a a, 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 a show there for Fox, and uh, it was all but. Uh, he was basically told it it got picked up. Okay, and this is former SNL cast member, yeah, comedian Brooks Wheeler. Okay, yeah, and then uh, we did a table read at Fox. Okay, and uh, it went really well, and it was like great. And then it was like you know everything's a go, mm-hmm. and they gave Brooks the uh, schedule. Uh-huh. That was gonna be like the filming schedule, writing schedule, post production schedule, and like you know advertising schedule. And one of the things was. They were going to have their first commercial appear at the Super Bowl. Wow. And so it was like, you're going to have a Super Bowl commercial. And like, that's great. So anyway, the show didn't go. A show called Animal Control instead went starring Joel McHale. So Joel McHale will probably be at the Super Bowl. I think that is... I've seen promos for this show. Yeah, can I tell you? Uh, okay, before you tell me what's in the promo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will tell you this: uh, Brooks's pilot opens with him being constricted by seven foot tall, like yellow African python, okay. like speci- rock python. I believe it's a specific type of snake. Okay. That, he's, that he wrote into his pilot. Now, do you remember anything from the commercial for Animal Control you saw? I, Scott, I know it was, there was animal hijinks. I, I'll they, tell you, Joel McHale is being constricted by a seven-foot yellow rock python. Wow. In the commercial. The exact opening of Brooks's pilot. So you're, okay, you are, this is Andrew Riseborough investigation level uh-huh. right here. You are saying... That there are scenes from that yeah. pilot that you were part of yeah. that are now part of Animal Control. Now, I'm not Miguel. saying that a show called Animal Control about animal control couldn't feature a scene where something similar happens. Right, right. right. I'm saying even if they wrote that fucking scene 20 years ago, Pat, mm-hmm. they can't put that in the show that they replaced the guy's show. <laughs> right. Someone <laughs> they told him they he was getting a show. I think okay, Animal Control uh I think that is maybe that is our slam doink of the of the Super Bowl prop bets. If you could find a what celebrities will appear on camera at the Super Bowl. So Joe does that McHale. count though? Oh, because it, he might be there. Oh, he'll be there in the stands. Do you think Brooks would have been there? Yes, with his good buddy Nick Turner. Uh, if if you are on a show, yeah, that is premiering soon after Fuck, the Super Bowl. Of course, Bowl, he's there. He's the in a box. The Super Bowl, he will be in a box. He Joe has McK- to go. They have to like take him out of the box, put him in a seat, just so they can film him. Yes, so they could get that shot. So, okay, because they always do the thing where they'll put them in the stands. Yeah, so they could get the shot of yeah. like, oh, it's Joe McHale out with the people, and they'll uh-huh. throw a. Eagles jersey, or yeah, Chiefs and it's jersey. Kanye with it wearing a full face mask. Yes, right next. to You always want to have Kanye in yeah, 2023 yeah. next to your big celebrity mm-hmm. that you're pushing. <laughs> but I think it's a slam doink. Joe McHale is going to be featured on camera live at the Super Bowl. And if your show with Brooks Whelan had went, we would be broadcasting from the Super Bowl because you would be put up by Fox for sure. And I would have snuck stands. you in. Yeah. Yes, and of course Fox would have said. Anyone associated with that well, show? Also, it's like they in. want people's podcasts to further promote the show. Yes, so it would be huge. Any, for them. Yeah, anybody's podcast partner would be able to come. Uh, I think that is a slam doing Joe McHale on camera with the lower third. And is Joe Buck still the announcer? Who's the announcer on Fox that would be doing this game? Is going to give sure? Some kind yeah. Of oh wait, read for Animal Control. I think Joe Buck and um, uh, Troy Aikman moved. Yes, they're on Amazon, I think, or ESPN. The the SGPN listeners right now are just throwing their phones at the Oh, all the Deegans? Yeah, the Deegans are going wild. But sometimes we like to give them some raw meat to chew up. So we're pretending we don't know who the announcer is. But the Super Bowl announcers (laughs) are going to have to do an awkward read for Animal Control. Joe McHale is going to have to pretend to be an Eagles fan or a Chiefs fan, give a wave, and it's premiering you know i don't know if it's after the game but it's definitely premiering soon so that's okay a slam so that's it you're welcome for all the money people yeah um and, all right yeah. i ha- i hate to pivot pat okay 
But you do it so well. But I, I may want to talk about some movie awards betting. Okay, let's do it. Sorry. Yeah. My apologies to all the Deegans. Yeah. Um, that uh, screaming you hear is my son. Um, I, I don't know. He's, uh, he's a big Animal Control fan already. <laughs> he just he heard. Knows it, it pushes all his buttons because it's animals. Okay. So. Now, according to um, Gold Derby. Here, yeah. Um, we're looking at. Okay. Now, here's why I use top 24 users. Okay. Over the experts or the critics. Okay. Because the experts and the critics are wrong. Mm-hmm. Because they're. They just there's they know too many things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I noticed when we were talking to Mike and Mike, uh, the things that they disagreed with me on, obviously they're wrong about. Mm-hmm. And there were some things that they disagreed with me on. But How they know they? so much more than us. Almost too much. Too much, I think. Yeah. And they're so too smart. You could be too smart. Right. And also when you are professionally a film personality there's you have a lot of biases Mm -hmm. because somebody snubbed you somewhere you Mm -hmm. went to a party and michael imperioli stole the last shrimp as he's known to do so you're not gonna give him the emmy right that he deserves for white lotus right right he loves shrimp though you gotta you, you give him love shrimp. The man loves shrimp. That's why he's gotten in so many fights over these. But yeah, these these critics, and of course, when it's a critic giving their thoughts on who's going to win, they can't help but judge it based on how much they like the movie, which is always a fatal mistake. Um, so we're talking DGAs, yes, director directors guild. guild association awards mm-hmm. now uh the number one the best picture of the dgas is obviously best director of a feature film mm-hmm. now if we're talking gold derby uh experts mm-hmm. gold derby critics they're going to tell you that the front runner is steven spielberg that is what they're going to say but if you talk to the all-star users top 24 users on gold derby they will tell you that the front runner is the daniels yes and they're just always I mean, I've been watching these for years. I've been looking at these for years, and they kind of like makes most sense to look at an aggregate of the critics, the experts, the top users, whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's not as accurate as just like the top twenty four users, the people who have nothing fucking better to do, right who right. do not know any of these people personally. right, right. There's no grudges. They'll never have contact no. with the Daniels or the Spielbergs. Right. right. yeah. Um, so for the DGAs this year for best director, it's Joseph Kaczynski of Maverick is the guy who got the fifth slot that for the Oscar nominations went to uh, went to the Triangle of Sadness director, right? Basically, it's it's the Oscar. Oh wait, oh yes, yes, because yes. It's Joseph Spiel- Kaczynski was nominated here for the top prize, but not for, for Top the Gun, Oscar. and Ruben Oslin was was for the Oscar, but not here. Yeah, and then otherwise, here. it's what Spielberg, Spielberg, Todd Daniels. Field, Martin McDonough, Daniels. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I I'm on the same page right now. I think that okay. So the one thing about the DGAs. Where maybe, you know, because it's only directors voting, obviously it's a body that is going to be very much in admiration of Steven Spielberg, you know, the director's branch. But I'm with the users here. I think the Daniels, they have the momentum. And And also this category specifically in this show is one of those things where it's like it's – always the same yeah, as the oscars yeah. the winner yes, there's yes. like one time in the last 20 years that it was interesting yes yes basically i think the one time they differed is when ben affleck won the dga for argo and then didn't even get nominated for the oscars uh, and it's like it's gonna happen to someone of course it's gonna happen to ben affleck Give yeah him a chance to to be sad and <laughs> that's so funny he's like i'm an actor and they're like well here's an academy award for writing yeah. he's like okay i'm a director and they're like okay well here's the academy award for producing yeah <laughs> he just they can't give him the thing he's he good wants. the thing he wants it really should be the when dunkin donuts finally gives him some kind of like lifetime customer award that'll be where it's like you know what it's finally all matched up 100 percent, he has that there's no there's no universe where he does not have that. 
already has gotten it. You think oh, one hundred percent. It's not a surprise. It's not like an accident that he's like still so super into it. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, because he's filmed with Dunkin' Donuts, all of his Popo photos are with Dunkin' Donuts. I one hundred percent believe he has a deal. And they deliver Dunkin' Donuts to him every morning, so he'll come out, and for five seconds, people will take a picture of it, and he probably makes like 10 grand a day. Oh, wow. So he's an influencer. He's a Dunkin' influencer. I mean, wouldn't it be insane? Like, you're leaving... Obviously, someone had that idea, and he's leaving money on the table if he doesn't do it. Right, right. Because you don't think he can fucking find a caribou deal? Wow, but I don't know. I... You know, I love to think the worst of people and that there are always... I think he loves it, but I also think he's got a deal. Yeah. So then, because J-Lo was never seen with Duncan, though, because they're not paying her to No, no. She goes out the back door. Yeah. She has a Qdoba deal. Yeah. You know, it's with her audience. It works better. This is... I'll tell you what. This episode... We're breaking a lot of, I think, potentially huge stories that are going to be investigation... Of course, animal practice ripping off the yeah. the Brooks Wheel and Nick Turner yeah. pilot that day. Wheel and Motors. Yeah. Wheel and Motors. I'm not sure if my name would be on the pilot. I put two jokes in there. Okay. But <laughs> you're, you're the guy talking about it. So That's you're true. Keeping, you're That's keeping true. it a lot. That's true. Um, uh, yeah. These are, these are some big accusations going out there. All right. So the number two episode or yeah. number two uh, category episode category for DGAs. Mm-hmm. First, fi- first time director. Okay, who are the nominees? Um, it is three people who made movies I've never heard of. Oh, great! So I'm gonna guess they're not gonna win. Okay, and I'm not even gonna mention them. Have you heard of any of these movies? A let person me... who've heard of, who's heard of every movie? Let's let me hear. Saint Omer. Saint I ha- Omer. I have heard of Saint so Saint Omer. Okay, but I've mainly heard. I have not watched it yet. I've heard of it in the sense of various best of the year lists okay. that I've read or, or I, I like to. kind of recognize the name yeah. but I couldn't put anything to it yeah I don't know happening uh, not the okay not the movie that came out 15 years ago okay from M. Night Shyamalan then no uh Marina no hard pass on okay that. so the the movies that I have seen one of them is so obvious and the other one is a TV movie the TV movie being Emily the Criminal, which was good. Very good. I, I really liked it. I saw it in a movie theater. You did? I did. Oh, okay. I guess I just saw it on Netflix or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It it was it was it was in theaters for a while. And but... it came out while it came out on Netflix or whatever while White Lotus was on. So it was a real Yes. What's her face kind of moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and uh, number one is Charlotte Wells of After Sun. Okay. So, so that's a slam winner. doink. I think that's a slam doink because the lead of her movie is nominated for Best Actor at the Oscars. For so sure. And I haven't heard of <laughs> Yes. Well, that's always a that's always a problem. It's always One of them pro- did very well. Yeah. So I, I feel like after Sun... There's not a single person who almost, doesn't have Charlotte Wells at number one on this list. Well, Charlotte Wells was an outside possibility to get a Best Director nomination. Right. So... That wasn't the listen. I liked Emily the Criminal too, but that director had no chance of getting an Oscar nomination. No, and he's the only man nominated in this category. And you know, they're like, there's no way we're gonna give the guy the new director when all the old directors are also guys, right? Right, right, right. That's a bad look for the DGAs. Okay, so that one's a slam doink, huh? Yeah, so that might be. I think it's the two doinks of the episode are Charlotte Wells and Joel McHale appear, appearing on the Oscar te- on the uh, Super Bowl telecast. Charlotte Wells and Charlotte Wells and Joel McHale. That is where you have got to put your money this week. But no, Daniels. You know Stephanie Shu is going to be at the Super Bowl. Okay. Uh this one is a documentary director. Okay. Well, now now is this the just the same as what's the best documentary? Is there any difference? Uh, yeah, I feel like with documentary, the dir- and listen, directors do a lot on all movies, but I feel like on documentaries, they kind of do the most. I don't think that's true, because then why would half of all documentaries be like the same three guys? Mm. You know what I mean? What are the guys? There's like Joe Berlinger. There's right. what the fuck else? I am I don't blank on their name, but there's like two other guys that like have done everything. Well, there's uh, Grizzly Man. There's uh, what's Taxi from the Dark Side? 
but uh, who who are the the how many of these documentaries? Alex nominated? Gibney. Oh, Alex Gibney. He always yeah. does the political yeah. documentaries. And then uh, I can't believe I'm blank on on my Grizzly Man director, who's oh Werner Herzog. Oh, Werner Herzog. Yeah, yeah. So of these documentary DGA nominees, have you seen? Because you're a documentary guy. Oh, uh, sure, absolutely. You love real slices of life. I do. So I like the truth, Pat. You like, yeah, and only the truth. Yeah, that's it. I demand it. I slam my hand on the nearest piece of wood I can find. Yeah, I say I, I demand the truth. Breaking so many, so yeah. much furniture has been broken over. Yeah, the people years. people don't seem to think that I have the constitution to handle the truth. I I don't know why they would ever think that, but I do. You're always getting it. Yeah. So for the DGAs for best documentary director, are there any movies there that you have personally seen? Is there an After Sun level? Oh, this movie. Uh, obviously- well, it's it's very similar to the Oscar list. Okay. It's all the beauty and the bloodshed, mm-hmm. which I have not seen. But it's I've heard it's fantastic. I've heard it's fantastic, it's and yeah. it's the it's number one. Yeah. I, well, according to the most of the people here, uh, Fire of Love also got some number ones, mm-hmm. but one I can see, just one. I saw that. I I don't think it's going to win, but I also saw my octopus teacher and said that couldn't win, and it won. And I was wrong. All that breathes. Okay. Navalny, which I saw like last year, and Retrograde. Okay, so all the beauty in the bloodshed has got to win because that's another movie that. It wasn't really getting any outside best picture love, but that is a movie that is on so many top, just straight up top ten lists of the yeah, year. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, like that's like um, uh, guessing All Quiet on the Western Front's going to win best foreign picture. Right, right. If, if you, <laughs> it's a slam toy. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, those are TV ones. Uh, is it possible that this award show has six categories? It is very possible. Why? Yeah. What else would? <laughs> yeah, it's very possible because they're not. They're not going to do. I mean, I guess they could throw a short film. I think it is. It's just like there, uh, it's a meet it. and greet, and then they hand out six awards. Yeah. It's 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 there's sef- eight awards total. No, seven awards total, but four of them are television. I okay. There's so few awards. I don't think they give dinner. At this, I think this is a thing you do on your way to dinner. Uh huh. You know, like come to the DGAs at six, and then you could be at your, you know, restaurant reservation by seven thirty. You know what? I'm surprised they don't just do them quickly, like during a, a TV break at like a different awards ceremony. Oh, that's a great... Like, during the BAFTAs, they're like, okay, uh, we we send you now to, very quickly, the Directors Guild Awards. You know, here's how to do the DGAs next year, because they've already got it scheduled for this year. Do it as one of those competitor to the Super Bowl halftime show. Remember when, when we were uh, kids and it would be like, here's an episode of Alive a, a in Living Color up against the halftime show or like you know wwf would be puppy bowl here's a match uh, during the or the puppy bowl yeah the dga should be the puppy bowl they should here's here's rihanna's bitch songs during this halftime because you don't want to watch her non-bitch songs. right right but they should do the just do the entire dgas during the super bowl halftime show on like a and E or Bravo or you know you know okay how about this or like because the Sundance okay channel. let's say Travis Kelsey catches the first touchdown okay over all the over eleven and a halves are celebrating right he turns to the camera and he says congratulations Charlotte Wells uh, so j- just have the players present the awards give everybody that you think might score. Uh, one of the name or the names or whatever, right. and so like, and be like, the next score is Charlotte Wells. The next score right. is you know the Severance director. Oh, that would be great, and that's great motivation for these. And listen, Super Bowl athletes, they they are so motivated, but give them that little extra of like, oh, you might be I the one it. who gets to give yeah. Todd Field yeah. his DGA yeah, and maybe. 
Pat Mahomes is like a huge Tar fan. Yeah. So he really wants to score this touchdown so he could give it a top Okay, field. so Marquez Valdez-Scantling uh-huh. catches the ball, right. runs right. 60 more yards. Incredible run. Mm-hmm. He's dodging everybody. He scores. He 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 doesn't stop running when when he gets to the end zone. He runs. He keeps running into the stands. Hops up into the stands. Runs up the stands. Gives the ball to Charlotte Wells. Oh she takes God. the ball. Reads it. <gasps> Congratulations. Wow. Yeah. That would be incredible. That would be incredible. Yeah. That would be so huge for football, for the movies. Yeah. I think Charlotte Wells' career would be like, she'd immediately be offered a, you know, like a Marvel movie or something. Oh, for sure, that. for sure, for sure. I love that. Yeah. I love. she's She was already offered the the next Eternals movie. Yeah. I, I love that. I think it would be great also for our podcast. Mm-hmm. If that happened, we could play happened, this clip. Because yeah. there, there would be a lot of Deegans, you know, who listen to the Super Bowl shows and they're like, I saw this 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 Super Bowl touchdown, and then they gave uh, Charlotte Wells a DGA. I, I wish there was a podcast that talked about Predicted that. that or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that and was huge. this, and then they find out this podcast also predicted Andrea Riseborough. Yeah, it would blow a lot of people's yeah. minds. But I, I I love I love that idea of getting the DGAs and some of these precursor awards tied into the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Three. Awards. That's how many movie awards there are at the DGAs. Yeah. Guys, that's our show. We talked to you about the Grammys. Mm-hmm. We talked to you about the Super Bowl prop bets. We talked to you about the DGAs. Pat, is there anything left to talk about? There's nothing left to talk about. How could I mean, there we be? covered all the big world events. Uh, so I would say if you're looking for more movie talk, of course, listen to me on the BO Boys, my for other sure. podcast. For sure. And if you're looking for no movie talk, yeah. check out Fraudsters. No movie talk. There's no movie talk on Fraudsters. You need a break for movie talk, so listen to Fraudsters. Yeah, yeah. Everybody needs one break for yeah. movie talk per yeah. for, per week. Um, well, that's great. Uh, next week, we're going to be giving you our BAFTA picks. That's huge. And then uh, in two weekends, you'll have the one-two punch of the DGAs and the BAFTAs. And then uh, then it's hot and heavy after that. It SAG keeps coming awards. and coming. The uh, Animation Awards. Indie Spirits. The all Ace leading editor up, awards. all leading up to the most wonderful night of the year, which I recently found out was two weeks after I thought it was. Yeah, it's great. We get more, <laughs> even more podcast episodes. It is than you great. Were yeah. Um. All right, guys. Uh, that's our show. Thank you so much for listening. Check us over on Patreon. Uh, I've been putting up uh, bets of the day, but I did think it the ceremony was sooner. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not going to be putting them up every day. It's too many days. <laughs> because it's like over a month away It's too, now. way too many I'm days. I'm an idiot. I think I got, I don't know. I don't know what happened to me, but I lost my mind. Yeah, too um, many days. The bets of the every fifth day, I think, yeah. is the way to go. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to be hitting the road, Pat. So if you live in Denver, if you live in the Bay Area, if you live in uh, Portland-ish, I might be going to Seattle, um, then... Uh, Listen next week. Uh, actually, I'm going to be in Denver on the 17th and 18th. Um, but uh, I'll try to put that information up somewhere. I mean, listen, I have I have seen you perform. <gasps> and Nick Turner, you put on a hell of a show. That's nice of you to it's, say. It's a happening. So um, you got to get these tickets. Man. Yeah. I'm back in the game. Let's get after it. Okay. Bye, Pat. Bye.